0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Tales for Wales, the pod that never fails to get your fucking cock hard about (laughs) Welsh history. I had to go in a
1: female audience. Oh, sorry. Get your You're cock hard,
0: or your or your mott wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. fucking gross. You that went is, too far, then. I oh, pushed I'm the line sorry. a little bit. I approached so the line, sorry. and you stepped right over it. I'm a bit tired.
1: I'm trying to perk myself up, but I just went a bit
0: too far. <laughs> This is what I want, mate. This is uh, this is what it's all about. So yeah, to reiterate, anyone who gets a fucking lob on or a wide <laughs> to, to on for italy. Welsh history, <laughs> listen to this bad boy podcast, right? So as usual, I'm Jack. I'm joined by my my buddy, my friend, my little Franco. My little And today, little Franco. You know, it's ironic. I'm a big That's mad. a slam as well. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Have um, a big bird. <laughs> um, I think yeah, to we do... talk
1: on this pod that we make ourselves sound like we're forty stone. <laughs> we're just, yeah, we're, we're, we're just,
0: just average thirty-year-olds. I
1: think. Yeah, we talk like we're like these massive beasts. Well, really, I'm a strong, sexy, father lad. And it's, You're my it's gimp the
0: friend. the I'm your gimp friend. Thank <laughs> you Thanks so little, much. You're my,
1: <laughs> you're my little straw boy. <laughs> my you're little, little concubine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Grumple frump skin. Good God.
1: Yeah, and you've got a little Spiv's haircut with a little Spiv mop, and you look like a little dude jerking.
0: I preferred you when you were fucking subdued. Good I God. Know. I'm
1: trying to pick myself up something chronic. be, be
0: sick again. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> oh. Anyway, what are we on? Oh, yeah, we aren't going to talk about uh, today. This is another bit of a, dare we say it, lazy one. No, no, I actually, I actually.
1: I actually. Really got into this episode, and I am going to class it as history. I think it's a, uh, it, it, and we were uh, to be honest. I did throw it in, thinking, "Hey, let's not research anything. Let's have a bit of a break and just." Uh, yeah, that's that's episode. a bit more
0: accurate. Actually, to say we threw it in as a It yeah. began as a. This is a lazy one where we don't have to make too many notes, but I'll agree. There's one or two entries in my, uh, in my list which I think are yeah fairly significant. And, and also, but, um, I, I'm not just.
1: I, I'm going to cover a bit of the background into the you would see from the title this episode of film and cinematography. Um I cover mm-hmm. I am gonna talk a little bit about how Wales has shifted in the how Wales has shifted in like the cultural zeitgeist when it comes to films and uh, being portrayed. And I think it is like oh, it sounds
0: like you've gotten way more in depth than me, my friend, yeah. but I'm all <laughs> yeah. for it.
1: I, I really enjoyed seeing the the timeline and and the uh the shift in narrative of how Wales well is portrayed in, 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 on film, so I think I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm keen. But before we get into that, how bloody are you?
0: I'm alright, mate. I'm not too bad. I was. um So I watched the uh, the whale the other day. You know, the big fat fucking whale of a man film. <laughs> oh, I think that's how yeah. they marketed it, wasn't it? Um... <laughs> no, it was. Uh, it's uh, you know, Brendan Fraser's been getting a lot of bloody. Uh, Hype and stuff, you know, lots of videos of him crying and stuff like that. Him and Jordan
1: Peterson just cry all the time. Yeah You, you, know, you know Jordan Peterson's stick He's at like that right wing uh, Yeah he's a dick mate
0: I, I'm, I'm <laughs> angry you even brought him up I actually. always laugh
1: Because but... <laughs> he sounds a bit like Kermit D. Frog And he's a Hi oh, he <laughs> I'm Jordan Peterson <laughs> yeah. And I'm live at the Sign of Sleeping Beauty's house I just, I just, I just, <laughs> How can it, gender
0: hey. be decided Actually by, <laughs> yeah. by yeah, Fuck I'm, off
1: mate What's the What's came to the phone Let me try Hi, I'm Kermit the Frog, and you join me at the scene of Stephen Beauty's house. That's it. Is that Kermit? Kermit <laughs> About the right. Frog? Yeah. <laughs> not not perfect, I'm, but yeah, not bad. <laughs> I'm Jordan Peterson, and I'm gonna tell you now why you don't need to clean your room. Cause I'm a good boy, Daddy. <laughs> Sorry. Oh,
0: good boy, Daddy. It's like he's <laughs> in the fucking. Pod he's always us. crying.
1: Him and fucking uh, our boy, big lad. Always. Oh,
0: Brendan Fraser different reasons I, yeah. I i i i hesitate to throw them both in the same category to be honest but, um, from, I'll, I'll allow observation. Both cry in, but
1: what do you think jordan peterson cries because he wants his dad's affection and uh brendan rogers uh, brendan fraser brendan, rogers, brendan he's football, rogers he's a football manager so, <laughs> <laughs> um, brendan fraser Cries because he's a mummy's boy. Oh, that's good. That I is, think, is that good. It? That does seem a bit like. Yeah, that's brilliant
0: because he's mummy. He's in the mummy. that's Perfect. <laughs> that's <the only laughs> for those who don't get it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, thanks. No, it, it's a the whale. It was you know very well acted, very well shot. Uh, it was, but it is depressing. What is this doing? Uh, uh, don't like? watch that. Oh, it's a big. Big fat lad, like proper big. So um anyway, yes, yeah, so this this whale, it's uh it's uh Brendan Fraser who put on weight for the role but also had like a big fuck off fat suit like attached to him the whole time. Fair play to like the props department, it looks convincing. And uh it's basically his really fucking sad, depressing life. And uh he tries to like reconnect with his daughter uh, played by Sadie Sink, who just plays... Oh, I'm a fucking angsty teenage girl, meh. All the way through it. Um, but she does a good job. And it's, yeah, like... It, he, he sort of finds out early on in the film that he's uh, on death door. He's not going to last much longer. Uh, and so he really wants to reconnect with his, with his daughter, his strange daughter. And, um, yeah, it's just... It's, you know, like... It's one of those films that's like cry porn, you know? Mm, yeah. You know, when yeah. you just if you just want to fucking ball your eyes out or would just be I, really I just sad a, and depressed a, a weepy
1: man uh, I, I, I I well so do you remember I did that boxing match about three years mm. ago uh, and the the weekend before so I took the boxing match quite seriously I was training quite a lot like three nights mm. a week boxing on a Sunday and the plan was to stop booze and all I didn't want stop booze. Oh,
0: monumental failure on that front but I still was proud of <laughs> it. Do you remember then? the week
1: before the fight <laughs> we went away to West Wales with we 12 minutes. you
0: said I remember you saying yeah we went to West Wales you said look I'm not going to drink from now until West Wales I'll have I'll give myself a day, a weekend off in West Wales and then I'm back to it and it was like you do, I don't think you'd stop drinking didn't the stop. entire time.
1: when I used to spa on a Sunday I'd be so hungover from the Friday so I'd like drink on the Friday be hungover on the Saturday and I'd be tired on the Sunday, and I'd box. And because of my like, weight category, I'd be fighting these. Fucking units who hadn't been drunk. And one time a guy Proper punched me the side monkeys, of the head. Yeah. He punched me in the side of the head, and it was like someone hit. You know, like an old school Teddy, that's black and white static issues happen. You've got to hit it on the top. And that's all I can see <laughs> yeah. for a second with all this fucking <laughs> thing. But anyway, I, I was looking back at the photos from that weekend away, and I nearly cried, thinking, My God, I love my friends. <laughs> I was just looking at a photo from like five years yeah. ago. Or three, I was oh, just, exactly, mate. I'm so weepy nowadays. I saw a video oh, of someone not take on TikTok. It doesn't take
0: a yeah. lot to set me off. No. Are
1: you a weeper? I can't imagine you being a weeper.
0: No, I, I never used to be. I don't know what it is. I just got fucking sentimental in my old if age, I, I guess. A, but
1: if I see a strong male character or like a dad character cry, I cry
0: oh buddy yeah like last of us you know fucking yeah. pedro pascal the daddy himself yeah, he has it's a little clear. tear i <laughs> have, have a little tear <laughs> so it's, May, possibly like a,
1: and, a male character crying.
0: why doesn't daddy cry I'm like, like just, for me yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> why doesn't daddy love me <laughs> um <laughs> but no it is like yeah i I'm, i am more emotional these days yeah. but um the whale yeah it, it that is like it absolutely um Shamelessly, like pokes at that and drags it out of you know. It's it's so um, there's sort of lines of dialogue in it where you think that no one's gonna say that in real life, but it's like, uh, you know, it's very profound maybe and sort of emotionally connective, and they've only put it in to make you go, oh my god, the poor fat little fucker, (laughs) you know, and it's. (laughs) you do feel bad you do feel horrible like the, the the daughter in it is so fucking horrible to him at times oh. and he's just like he's little fat Brendan not little he's a massive massive fat Brendan <laughs> Fraser with his little sad eyes and you think oh. stop having a go at him alright just because he's a big lad just because oh. he's a big boy and to be fair in, in the film he's like done some he's not been a fucking great dad and he's like been very selfish and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But you look at him and he's like, this pathetic little <laughs> human being, stop having a go at him, have some fucking empathy. It's, if you want to watch it, it like I'm all for the renaissance man, I'm all for yeah. it, I love Brendan Fraser. Ever since The Mummy, he's he's had a place in my heart yeah. and um, he's had a bit of a raw deal in the industry as well by all yeah. accounts. Yeah. But, it's an absolute career best performance from him, he acts it superbly. Um, but it is uh it's it's sad porn, you know, it's it's meant to make you upset <laughs> and depressed. Also, well. there's um don't do it while you're eating because like they his thing is like he eats his emotions, do you know what I mean? I've been the there, so- brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he he, like the way they film it and everything, and like they show it, it, it makes you not want to eat anything ever again. It's absolutely rank, like him <laughs> scoffing his fucking face.
1: Oh, he does those, like, those like, mukbang videos.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's similar to
1: that. Or avocado. He's, like, this guy like, Joker, who like, he was a really skinny guy. He started doing those videos of him doing much.
0: Oh, he does when he does, like, the young filter on him, and he's, like, the well, Joker no, as a kid.
1: no, no, He's, like, this is literally, he's about, like, say he's, like, 25, maybe, like, 20 at the time he did it, and he did his <clears> first one, and then it cuts to, like, five years later, and he's so fat now, and he's mad. Like, he's clearly unwell, and he's, like, shouting and screaming, and, like, he just, he had his partner and him do oh, it's fucking grim, and they just do the same thing. They eat those like. Like like a big buck, you know, three buckets of KFC and just go fuck Oh god, no. But it is, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird I, I want about four videos in a row of it and I was like what am I doing but it is really, it's really it's generally grotesque it's like you imagine with something we've like a freak show circus thing in years gone by but now we have it on our phones constantly
0: you're the absolute king of like engaging with content you don't yeah. like actually want to see <laughs> yeah. and then wondering why you keep getting I it I say <laughs> this all the time I constantly
1: I get so many shit Instagram ads for really really shit Musicians, and I can't help but look at them, and then my feed is just that. And and they they clearly know I'm a uh, social media user who will engage with adverts, so I get fucking hundreds. I can't. Look I love it.
0: Just like that's the absolute antithesis of what the algorithm is meant to do. It's meant to show you things you are likely to, like buy or get invested <laughs> yeah. in, and you just it's just showing you all shit you don't like because yeah. you just can't turn away.
1: <laughs> well, talking of a film, just then. Let's now segue oh. into our film episode. So what I'm going to oh. do is discuss a little bit of the renaissance of Welsh cinema. So, strap in. So for years, we were left in the doldrums with for representation on telly. So remember like when Reece Evans played that thick Welsh guy in Notting Hill? Um, and, yes. And like as much as I love it, Gavin and Stacey just showed Wales as these hilarious dopes. Um, but there's always been like a... they're always kind of they're silly aren't they they're always very
0: yeah me and you have talked before about this I think and it's like uh, although as much as I love Gavin and Stacey and I think it is an export of Wales that has put sort of whales a bit more on the map and whatever it's um all the like sort of kooky English characters they're not kooky because they're English they're kooky because yeah, they're kooky whereas a lot of the it, Welsh a lot of the Welsh characters are uh, they're, they're oh, Welsh how fucking weird are they how stupid are they because yeah. and it's because it's to do yeah. it's, it's almost like ingrained in their Welshness that's a like, really
1: good point That their their, their character is being Welsh a lot of the time Um and that mm. being said, Gavin Stacy Stacey did a fantastic job of bringing a lot of money into Barry. Like, we grew up around Barry. Absolutely. And it did like yeah. a real like, shot in the arm during that period. The island had a massive makeover. People from all over wanted to come to Barrie. Uh, pe- I know friends in Australia who are Australian and have no upbringing
0: in Britain uh, love Gavin Stacey. He was a real export to there. Oh, yeah. It's um, a ph- phenomenon for, in terms of, like, uh, engagement with Wales with yeah. and stuff. And it, it did really put us on the map. So you can't really fault no, that but it, it, the writing you know we can, yeah. we can take issue with
1: it. and loads of films before this were all set in Wales they were, all called, they were all called things like How Green Is My Valley and The Proud Valley mm-hmm. and The Black Hills and The Man Who Went Up A Mountain and Kid On A Hill or Went Up A Hill and Came On A Mountain yeah the gear that we got here yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, all these things were just like it was just very it, the whole there was no nuance to it, whereas films now say in Wales are far more nuanced and they have a lot more depth, and they're not—they're more than mm. just. Isn't Wales hilly? And uh, we yeah, went through that exactly. period of like from that, we went through that like really gritty bilingual period where we'd have shows like Hinterland, and we had this immersion of like Celtic noir dramas.
0: Yeah, Celtic noir—that's it. Yeah, I you know I I'm ashamed to say I haven't watched Hinterland, even though I've i well, the I've wanted to watch it for years.
1: Yeah, it's, it's good, man, really good, but they're not the shows I would normally dip into. But they were really... Mm. They, they they stopped being about, like, these wacky Welsh characters, and it's like, well, wow, it's yeah. really gritty, really well written. And uh, I did and, watch
0: um, Pembrokeshire Murders, which was yeah. very good, with Luke Evans, similar. based yeah. on based on a real thing. And it was, you know, like I said, I, I think I've, me and you've had this conversation before, but I was expecting, you know, Detective Powell to be in the fucking yeah. the pub, and he had a brains essay, yeah. and he had a fucking <laughs> leak stuck to his jacket. But he yeah. wasn't, it, you know, he was a very competent... And very yeah. intelligent sort of character. and I was thinking, oh, this is a bit different. You know, that was the first time I thought, fuck me, I like well, this can, character. He's you quite can good. see
1: like this this uh, timeline of how much the shift has changed from us being like a silly kind of caricature. Like Netflix now recently had its first ever Welsh language drama called Dal uh which translates as Catching the Lightning, and it's like you know it's really well reviewed. Uh and things like the Game of Thrones spinoff with House of Dragons, that's filmed in Wales. Uh and mm. b- what more than that is filmed in Wales. Look at the character of Reese Evans in that compared to Notting Hill. It's a Stark and Ned Stark, if you will, know, difference. Mm. Like you know, Reese like, is like a very
0: established, oh, brilliant actor, in, you know. Yeah, incredibly like he's like a chess playing sort of Machiavellian, very friend uh, friendly, I was gonna say, very intelligent. Sort of game player, isn't he? It's like you said, him compared to that in Twin Town, for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, so so. Uh, so that's the, the actors But Wales itself is like now starred like it, it went through real doldrums And in the last like decade Wales, Wales itself has starred in loads of Anist movies like Tom Hardy's film Fabric was filmed in Cardiff Mark Wahlberg's film Infinite yeah. filmed in Cardiff Captain America, Wonder Woman, Man from Uncle*, Dark Knight Rises, Snow White and the Huntsman yeah. Robin Hood with Russell Crowe Harry Potter has seen set in Wales like, They're mm-hmm. the biggest films in the world Get filmed in Wales now
0: I'd be surprised. And, um, Dark Knight Rises, the uh, the, uh, waterfall cave scene, that's yeah, in the waterfall cave scene—that's in waterfall in Wales—is yeah, yeah so, there's tons of stuff.
1: I just want to give a little bit of history as to why that's happened more. So, mm. Welsh government when, when Game of Thrones, the creators of Game of Thrones, were coming to the UK looking to where to film, Welsh Gov—they were—they actually came to Wales to look to film in Wales, but Welsh Gov didn't offer any attractive subsidies to the creators. Whereas they offered really supportive, uh, so they were offered lots more support and subsidies in Northern Ireland, so they end up going there. So all of the north is filmed in Northern Ireland, um, and haven't realised they made a huge mistake because the, the the boost to the Northern Irish economy coming from not just people visiting oh, yeah. there, huge. but also from the film sets employing local businesses and you know employing mm. local like uh, lighting directors, catering, uh, yeah, your carpenters like and all that and shit yeah.
0: to build the sets, yeah, ridiculous.
1: So Welsh government then were like, oh shit, we've we, we, miss, we miss a trick here because our country is brilliant for filming these stuff in you know it's one mm. of the few countries in the world that had access to London by the train for about two hours from Cardiff but then you could be in the middle of nowhere and I was driving you could drive the Brecon um,
0: and it's also like the landscapes are perfect settings definitely. for like fantasy things aren't they do you know what I mean like it's, I've often thought with them um, like don't get me wrong it's not as like uh, broad as New Zealand with all these different landscapes but you could film a fantasy thing in. All parts of Wales, you know, we've got fucking
1: castles, as I, I mentioned, mountains.
0: castles, hills, yeah. uh, mountains, fucking bogs, we've got yeah. all sorts of you know, <laughs> forests, we've and got, shit. But we've got bogs, beaches, sounds horrible, but, beaches, um, beaches but, as well, yeah.
1: So, um, after this, I like, kind of this what well, the Welsh government realized there was a big industry in Wales and um, fulfillment, and uh, they provided there's a big company called Bad Wolf. Um, they provided Badworth mm. with an initial nine million pound fund funding to set up in Wales. Um, and that came in two trenches of four point five million. Um and it was like part of it was repayable, but it was taxpayers' money, so you know that's a big chunk mm. of money from the Welsh government Definitely. to invest in it. Um, but for every one million of taxpayer backs, uh, taxpayer backed support. Um, there was a report done recently that showed that the bad wolf had generated almost tenfold. So, for every one million pound put in by a taxpayer, we got nine point five back.
0: Okay, um, yeah.
1: There was two hundred fifty nine million pound production spend, with uh, over half of that one hundred twenty one. Just under half of that was all spent back in Wales. So, they spent one hundred twenty one million in their production, so to build their films, sets, and everything, cost them two five nine. Their for the production cost cost two hundred fifty nine million. 121 million of that remained in Wales. They paid for labour, suppliers, intellectual properties, all this stuff, went back into Wales. And it generated a separate £110 million gross value added for the Welsh economy. So like, it's been a really successful thing.
0: You're hyping um, me up right now, I love, you <laughs> yeah. know, I love whales. I love films, and you're just, you're marrying the we'll two marry for me, a nice little tasty treat for me.
1: <laughs> well, well, Bad Wolf, you'll know them, they make shows like His Dark Materials, Discovery of Witches, Doctor mm. Who, they do loads of other things, but this is the, the Welsh stuff, um, and this is just a small, this is just one company of a bunch of companies Welsh yeah. did this for. Um, they, 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 they did another one was with a company on Sky who do a show called Britannia with David Morrissey and Mackenzie Cook in it.
0: I never did watch that because I remember you saying that they portrayed <laughs> the kind of Celts in a bit of a shit like uh, so it way. It.
1: It's just a bit, it's all a bit like uh, it's not really Wales. It's when Wales is out. You know, like those, those uh, Roman. There's, when the Romans were here, Wales had those, like, Cicillaries, what are they, what are they?
0: Oh, the, is it the Ciliars down in the yeah. sort of south-east? Yeah, east? yeah, Ciliars, yeah and, like around
1: Newport Way, and there's, like, three sets of mm. them in there. There's, like, three sets mm. of, like, tribes. Um, That's right, all yeah, just, yeah. But they all just look a bit
0: noncy. <laughs> <They're> all <just laughs> they, look, all, they all look like yeah. Mackenzie Crook, don't they? They all Mackenzie Crook in, like, this ridiculous gap, you, oh. you, uh, you know, there, there was the, you know, this tales of like the Romans would be really unnerved at fighting the Celts because yeah. of how brutish it look. it is, yeah. you're looking across the battlefield you're looking at a fucking thousand Mackenzie crooks <laughs> yeah. you're not going to be scared <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no offense um, Mackenzie if you're listening yeah. mate <laughs> does Mackenzie fucking, sorry. play
1: that like seer in, that, that like a uh, hawk guy in Game of Thrones that's right yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, a fucking, he just, it plays a little creep um but I, my, my the history I like the real history I like is from like, medieval time you know when it's when Wales is a bit more established so I just want that into it and, and there's another show called the Bast which will uh, let me explain this properly because I know you'll you'll have something to say but there was a show called mm-hmm. the Bastard Bastard Executioner um, from the creator of Sons of Anarchy and it also starred Ed Sheeran and that was filmed here all thanks to subsidies from the Marsh government and uh, the Welsh government helped set up a film and studio directly in South Wales. I was going to do loads of this. Now, I'm going to talk about the Bastard Executioner properly in a bit because I've got some views on that show. But <laughs> the whole point is Wales has really come a long way from being this like silly kind of either, hey, look at us, aren't we a funny hillside country or a funny hillside folk mm-hmm. or are we, oh, life in the valleys or, you know, life in Barry. I think Wales itself has really, really come like leaps and bounds and how it's been regarded Like culturally, not just here in Wales, but not just in the UK, but globally. Like these are these are like these are huge, huge, huge like companies who are doing Disney films are picking Wales to film in. Um, So with that being said, me and Jack are going to talk through some of our favourite films, directors, documentaries, or series that have a Welsh link. Yeah,
0: they don't necessarily have to have like a Welsh uh, basis, do they? But a Welsh. Element, I suppose. Yeah, isn't isn't well, there it, has to be something intrinsical that links it to be a Welsh. Yeah, that we can the, a Welsh portrayal, isn't it? We we sort of we've categorised that out where we're going to give kind of like an overview, sort of what we do or don't like about it, and then sort of what we think about the Welsh portrayal in these uh these films oh, or I series. Forgot, I
1: forgot that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> I have not done you that. You fucking sent me that. I faced everything on that. <laughs> okay, I'll I'm sorry. That.
0: Uh, and you I'm can sorry. just you can do whatever you've got. Yeah, but, I, uh, I, said that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll try and weave into something. No, more. no,
1: no, no. Uh, Yours, well, I was uh, going to uh, say your idea, which was my idea because I told it and said to you. God forbid I think to it. I'm I'm I've, so, I've, I've been working on it. i a little, little sick of brain. just can't remember. <laughs> <mimic it. laughs> so I've only written these notes tonight if I got really into it. I've just picked I a did. bunch of films. I like. did mine today as well. <laughs>
0: we're so fucking
1: prepared. I <laughs> picked. I, I've just kind of chosen things, that I think, or recommendation, I picked three recommendations that I think people who listen to our show might like, mm-hmm. uh, and then just some other bits, tidbits. Uh, so, yeah, um, I've, sorry, I've completely forgot the the uh, <laughs> the structure of this episode I was going to do, but I don't think it matters, I think I can add it. No, so it's all
0: good. good, I mean, yeah. I did my my... No today and I was searching frantically through our chat going, What did he say? What are those key <laughs> rules that he set out for us to do? Clearly meant nothing. Oh I'm sorry. Uh well do you want to start with your sorry, first but... one? Go on then. Yeah. So I was gonna do right, I have and this is something I've recently watched. Very good film. Called A Glaive, aka The Feast. Um so this is a movie that came out in twenty twenty one. He had a pretty good run in some festivals. Got some decent view uh, reviews and stuff like that. Uh, it's about a wealthy family in Wales. They're uh, putting on a swanky little dinner party, and our main character, for lack of a better title, is a girl named Kate. Uh, is a girl named Caddy, who is like their kind of hired help for the evening. Uh, it's a pretty slow burn, so probably not everyone's cup of tea. But if you're a fan of kind of folk horror, like I am, um, I highly recommend folk it. Folk horror, I like.
1: This. That's a folk sound. horror. I, I think I love that. Is is that like when it's like a the B film? You know, the
0: Wicked Man. It's style? like a. It's like a yeah. Don't fuck with the old ways, kind of thing. You yeah, know, it's like a, I love those kind of, of horrors. All these kind of. Um, stories that are passed down from generation to generation you know they're, they're thought of as fucking fantastical and stupid and whatever but it's kind of like uh, these folk horrors always come back to a don't disrespect it you know and don't it, it's about like don't disrespect nature and the land and like uh the natural order of things i quite like films like that and they, they, they're often done in a similar fashion to this one which is um a kind of slow burn it's not as outright jump scares and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I like. It's I, very I, much
1: yeah. a. Um, I, I prefer that.
0: Yeah, and this is this is the same thing. It's a, you know if if you're into like just jump scares every yeah. fucking like five minutes, you're probably not going to like it. But it's it, it's more about like uh, the build up is so it's kind of slow. Don't be wrong, but it is uh, it's like a build up of this uh, grimness, you know, like a sort of grim but, tension yeah. builds and builds and builds throughout it and it's it, 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 I thought it was really good it's it, you know even i and i love a you know a, a slow burn but even i a, i got that to a point where i was like oh is this a little bit too bit slow too for slow, me but yeah. uh, the the payoff it goes from it has this really slow build up and the kind of by the third act it goes fucking helpful for and it gets no. a bit, it goes fucking mental uh it's, it's totally worth it that the payoff in my opinion is, is totally worth the build up um so I'm going off your, your outline rules, yeah. but uh, why I liked it, um, it shows a lot of gorgeous Welsh scenery. Oh yeah, which is always a plus. Yeah.
1: Do, do you know where it's filmed?
0: Yeah, so it was apparently filmed around Snowdonia. So I know that's a bit. Hey, we give it its real area, Welsh name. Beautiful sort of Welsh countryside. Hey, we all don't all call it Snowdonia way. anymore. It's called Arari. Sorry, Arari these days, mate. It was, it was filmed in Arari. But yeah, they show a lot of beautiful West countryside. um countryside. Uh, but more than that, I like, like I said, the folk horror element. I love that. And as I mentioned, it's 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 they le- really lean into this idea that these old stories have some truth in them, and you shouldn't, uh, you know, you, you disrespect these old stories at your own peril type of thing. And it's about, um, it's I suppose it's a bit of a com- uh, comment as well as if you if you watch it, you probably yeah, it's pretty on the nose. It's um, about like people uh, using nature capitalistically and sort of banking and making bank off natural resources, you know, and just the when when do you stop and just taking it too far and stuff. And then this is the kind of like a uh, nature coming back. I don't know. I'm getting into a bit of a fucking rant now, but <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean. It's like a a folk horror, like I said, folk horror, which is like. Using ancient stories from way back when and bringing them into like a modern setting. This and I
1: suppose good. Wales is the best place to
0: do one of the best places to do that. Well, there's so much to, to draw from in terms of folk stories.
1: Is it, is, it, um, um, is it based on like a real Welsh folk tale or is it just a, a unique news story?
0: I tried to find this right. It's basically uh, based on a grach, a, a witch. Witch. Um, witch. Witches. And. Um, I don't want to spoil anything to No, to no, no Hey, we don't need to go into too, too much but, um, detail That's fine No yeah. But yeah, it's it's sort of just it, it kind of is generic folk tale But it is good And it, like I said Once that third act comes it, it all pays off And the sort of Welsh portrayal in it um, What I liked is Do you get what I mean When I say it looks and feels Like a film that should be in the cinema?
1: Yeah, definitely yeah. Do, you, do you understand what I mean? Like, yeah. sort of like the quality, the yeah. sound design, the sort of yeah. cinematography. And you, you're fully concentrating um, the cinema, aren't you? you yeah, you feel, you show the exactly. Respect. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And I sort of, uh, I, I was thinking, I struggled to think about another Welsh language, like purely, because this is all in Welsh. Mm. If you don't speak Welsh, you've got to have subs, that's, that's mm. it. And I struggled to think about another Welsh language film like that that gave me that feeling, because like, unfortunately... Yeah. Especially, you know, like you said, I know we're in a transition in the moment, you know, we're getting better They used better, to be pretty poor, didn't they? used to be shit budgets, wouldn't yeah. they? You know, you yeah. could really tell. It would be S4C job, wouldn't it? Yeah. Not, not slap yeah. S4C, but no, no, it, no. It, it really yeah. would be. Um, So, yeah, it was the first thing, it's the first time I saw something done purely in Welsh mm. that would, I thought, oh, other people. Will yeah, it's a good film, sort of not just horror, a good Welsh film. It. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Really good film. That happens to be Welsh, and I can imagine yeah, people who are yeah. fans of the genre will. Uh, I think will, that's where we're getting regardless.
1: to. We're getting to that point now mm. where, you know, if you're watching like a, that film, Last Orders, what's that Danish film? Or is it Danish film where it's about the guys who drink? Last Round, them, is that it? Last Round, yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a good. A good Great. Danish film, or where it's from. I think it's just a good film. You, you stop breaking down where yeah. it's from, you realize it's just good.
0: Well, that was when when I saw um I saw the headlines. It was like, oh, you know, they've bought the rights to that last round, and they're going to remake it, and DiCaprio's going to be the main. I was like, you don't need to remake it. It's no, a really it's fucking a brilliant good film. film,
1: and it's so. I, I think that you know the guy is it the guy who directed Parasite Moon? I think his name is something Moon, the South Korean guy. He said like, mm. it, you know, it won like best film. Um, he said, like for mm. years, uh, people have been blocked out from watching some of the best cinema in the world because they're they're blocked by six inches of uh, subtitles on a on a screen in in the cinema. Yeah,
0: they can't be asked to read subtitles. Yeah, yeah. and I you know,
1: I am i I am not the most studious person in the world, so I do get put off by subtitles. So I'm getting more into films that have them and it opens up fucking so many more narrow, like lanes for you to watch different films especially if you enjoy your films like we do it gives you so much bigger depth instead of just the American like I'll be
0: don't me wrong I'll, I'll admit that like sometimes I'm not in the mood yeah, to watch yeah, a it's all about film were, like I'm just not yeah. and, and I think you are, in the, you, you being in the cinema
1: so going to the cinema is a good way to get you to make you
0: properly focus on it Hundred percent. Yeah, you have no. Yeah, you have, yeah, you're not going to pick up your phone or anything like that. It's a really good way. So yeah, highly recommend uh, Uglive. Hey, okay, I'm going to watch that. It's very very good. Uh, you you charmed me on that one. Um, shall I go on to? My...
1: Charmed me. Go on, you're one. Or did yet. you have another piece to add?
0: No, no, that was it. No, no, no. Go on, go oh, I did have a little critiques, but I was going to say, I've already mentioned them basically. Cool. So.
1: So I'm going to do a documentary called A Swansea Love Story. Um, have you heard of this? I've, I think you've told me about it briefly yeah. before, but it's a brilliant documentary set in Swansea that follows a young Welsh couple, Amy and Cornelius, um, who are both Cornelius. Death- beautiful yeah, Welsh, and, yeah. like, Well, <laughs> the name doesn't quite fit the outcome. If you're mm. going to be a bit snobby, you'd imagine Cornelius would be some kind <laughs> of fucking duke. But bless him, he's he's a. Both of them are completely. They're deathly addicted to heroin. Um, and it's a really tough watch um, but it's a really good one. It's really good at humanising people who we often ignore or get annoyed by or vilify so you know you see like, especially in Cardiff, like you go down Dumbles Road and there's loads of people who are alcohol dependent, yeah. drug addicts, all these things like that and it's easy to be like, oh you just so get frustrated yeah, yeah, fuck them off yeah, yeah. Definitely. But, um, so Amy the lead one of the ladies the main lead the female lead in it uh, She's she'd been hooked on drugs and she was sent to work at a brothel at the age of 14 by her mother um, and, and as you join the them the, the, in the start of the documentary you, you find out quickly they both they've lost their baby so they've just had like a death of a young child Um, so it's really full on Um, it was done by Vice who for better or worse they do make some brilliant documentaries about that focus on those on the fringes and it's Mm. one of the first big ones that Vice did like 10 years ago so it was yeah 2009 this came out Uh, and the documentary it covers the day to day life of them it covers them like signing on Um, it's got some really funny moments where it's just them clearly being bright funny quick witted people who've just been blighted by drugs just from a rough roll of the dice and I think it's really yeah. easy to forget that people who don't people don't choose to be a drug addict. Seventy percent of women who are drug addicts have been sexually assaulted as a child. So it's like you don't yeah. choose this life. It's not like you're like you know I want to become dependent on this. And it's a, mm. I think it's a really really humanizing documentary. Um, the director, who's now this like big LA film guy. He said it's like it, it's the thing. It's one of his most important films, and he, he, he carefully doesn't say his favorite because it's a sad documentary. Um, yeah. He said he said it un... Uh, oh, what's his name out of interest? So it, he's Andy Kapper, and he, he did it with a guy called Leo, Lay, Leo Lee. Leo Lee. Um, and he was like the editor of Vice Magazine He, he now does documentaries in LA um, He actually does a similar documentary He's working on a similar documentary in LA About their drug problem But I won't go into too much of that um, the, the, oh, nice. the, I read an interview with him uh, Where they discussed The Swansea love story Because it's a bit of a cult following for this film um, And he said it only really took about 5-10 to 10 days To film the entire thing um, He said right. literally from door to door It was about 10 days max Um, He says, because all these characters are so compelling and open, there was a lot of sweetness amongst them, despite how dark and awful it was, and there was humour too. And he said, as soon as we got there, we found all this stuff the minute we opened the door. It wasn't like we were scouring Swansea, trying to find the bad things about Swansea. It was almost their version of of Swansea, rather than the overall picture. But I'm sure the tourists didn't love it, but it probably didn't harm the place in many ways. Um, It's just a really good documentary that captures life in South Wales, and like us, uh, so if you grew up around here, you'd recognize every character. You'd recognize the feel the, the, mm. the, the, you've, the, you? you've, you've seen them, you've seen them on the street corners. Yeah. Like, yeah. But there's the funny ones, the kind ones, the sad ones, the cruel, even the like the deceitful and bad ones. But this thing captures the all of it. It, ones, it captures yeah. the social workers. It captures the the alcohol, the guys in the pub. It, it's, just, it's a real brilliantly like to do it in five to ten days is wild how quickly you can grow how how much footage mm. they got to make you really care about these poor bastards and. uh I'd, I'd hardly recommend
0: oh, i recommend I, it. You know what? You have recommended that to me yeah. before, and I've been fricking yeah. not bloody watch it, but I definitely will.
1: It, it's pretty accessible. I think you can find most of it on YouTube. What I'll try and do is drop a link yeah. in the podcast notes in here. But it's a uh, yeah, it, like like it's. it's oh it yeah, counts, we should you know, probably it's...
0: drop links for 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 most of these if mm. we can. Yeah, if they, if there's like yeah, if they, yeah. if they're free streaming, we'll we'll chuck them on. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so do you want to go to yours. Yeah, go on then. So this is very. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yours is very heartfelt and poignant, and I've just gone. I'm going to go to a, uh, a fucking scum place now. Uh, so, the <laughs> next one I've got is Dirty Sanchez, the movie <laughs> slash series. <clears throat> so, <laughs> f- for for uh, I'm sure a few of you might know about Dirty Sanchez, but if you don't, it's basically like a knockoff of Jackass. It's a Welsh, uh, jackass, it's featuring it? Welsh jackass. It's featuring three Welsh lads and one English guy. And they do all sorts of fucked up stuff. Again, similar to Jackass, but because they have basically a fraction of the budget that Jackass had, they just, like, sort of push things a bit further. They go a bit more rough, a bit more gross. Uh, Like, I don't know, body mutilation, fucking downing, disgusting substances and all this. To me, it's Um, too
1: much for me. I can't hack it.
0: Yeah, that that bit, definitely. Like, the sort of... It goes too far with the... In my opinion, with the... um, the, the stunts they do some of them are hilarious don't be wrong same in the same vein as Jackass where you know it's all about the laughs more than the, yeah, the I think punishment. Jackass captures that more
1: <laughs> yeah I always found
0: but, but Dirty Sanchez it's uh, it it they, they especially in the earlier series it was kind of I assume a, uh, a tactic to stand out yeah. where they like push things a bit too far um, so the movie is basically the last bit of output they had after like three or four seasons of <laughs> horribleness um, so despite them uh, the, the reason why I sort of like it is it's not for the squeamish at all um, but the tamer stunts you know where they're a bit more jackass-esque um, and little segments because like it's filmed the uh, uh, first series and second series especially are filmed like these dog shit cameras uh, you know just like mates filming them I'm pretty sure And then later on when they get picked up by MTV, you know, there's like sort of behind the scenes thing. It's just them talking or they're having little like chinwags together. And those segments are genuinely really funny, I think. I think they're hilarious. Yeah. And they're just chatting shit, having banter and like take the piss out of each other. Those bits are the, the golden bits to me. Like some of the stunts are great, like when it's not so visceral. Uh, when it's just, like, a simple lampoon, you know, like, I don't know, kicking someone up the ass really hard or something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Watching, them, yeah, watching them react. That's pretty good. Um, and they're all a, a little bit simple there, I say. <laughs> and um, they just also, they love fucking getting battered. Yeah. They just, they're just yeah. literally pissed. And, like, if you watch seasons one to, like, I think there's three or four. I think four is, like, a compilation of the first three, I'm not sure. Season one to three and the movie. They just battered the entire time, talking shit, and I can really, really relate to that. So that's why I like it. In terms of their portrayal as uh, sort of uh, representatives of Wales, if you like, they don't paint us in a great light. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're just basically pissheads who all just are putting their bodies on the line, uh, drinking fucking like sick. For money and stuff <laughs> like that. It's 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 not great. It doesn't make us look like we're uh, I don't know, a nation of uh <laughs> <laughs> culture right? intelligence.
1: It was in very much in lab culture time, wasn't it? And uh, oh, it, people it, Yeah, you've got to look at it in the context of the year. Uh, uh, it? yeah. like people fucking loved it. And people did start thinking, oh, the Welsh are a fun bunch. And it, it was true that I think Wales has always kind of been dubbed a bit of a party place in the south. Mm. You know, like Cardiff and Swansea and Newport. Cardiff is like one of the hen, hen and stag capitals of the UK for coming here for, just for bar crawls. It, it matched that kind of uh, uh, visualisation of what Wales is like.
0: Yeah, I get what you mean. It's yeah, It, it certainly made us... Look more party animal, didn't they? You know, which yeah. isn't necessarily a bad thing. But um, I will say my only critique was, um <laughs> and this this sounds like I'm being anti English here, but my only critique was Dan Joyce, the English no, member crap. of the group. He was rubbish. Because a his laugh, my fucking god, his laugh is so irritating. Yeah. But there's one, st- this is one thing that really irked me about it. I could put up with the laugh near enough. But there's one stunt right and each member of Dirty Sanchez, so the three Welsh boys and Joyce the English guy, they go off and they have to fill a Ziploc bag with pubes. So obviously they do their first. So obviously they do their own first and then they go around there like, you know, their girlfriends, their friends, whatever, like uh, zipping off their fucking pubes into the ziploc bag. And the one with the least amount of pubes at the end of the week has to eat the pubes. And like, I'm pretty sure it's like they make it into like an omelette or some shit like that's really disgusting. But basically, Joycey loses, the English guy loses, and it's like on you know fucking Deliverance day where they're all they're all coming up and going, I got a fucking full bag, I got a half bag, whatever, and he doesn't turn up, and so they're like, where are you? And it's obvious that he hasn't got enough so he just bails does a runner, and he and basically that forces like the second loser if you like to have to do it and i thought that's bad form Dan. like if, if you're going to be part of this like fucking i love that
1: that's up. the thing that makes you hate him the Dude. most <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've just you know if you've signed up, oh, if you've signed oh. a gentleman's agreement. Bad form. If you've signed a gentleman's agreement that if you produce the least amount of pubes, you got to eat them. Then, sorry, buddy, but you got to fucking you got to sit and take it. You can't just fucking. unless it was like early on, this like second season or something like that. So they g if, if it was up to me, he wouldn't be able to come back after that because you can't. If you can't I love come, that
1: you, you can't. Followed, I've, <laughs> this follows the Swansea love no story.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know. I'm be really a beautiful piece of like. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just shat over a, your lovely documentary. You so much
1: and you care so much P- 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 P-
0: Well, it's just, you know, there's a gentleman's agreement. And if you well, uh, if you haven't got your principles, what have you got? That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, move go on. on. You're, you're in the next one for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, I'm going to go to the next one. Uh, so I'm doing another documentary for this one. And it's called American Interior. Uh, and this is a great documentary Ooh. film that's created by Griff Reese from Super Fury Animal fame. Mm. Um, and this is quite left your choice, but I thought it was super interesting, really well shot. It's like beautiful, beautifully shot, an amazing score, and it's funny. So I'll read a quick synopsis. So in 1792, John Evans, a farmhand from Snowdonia, and early, travelled to America to discover whether he was whether there was a Welsh-speaking Native American tribe from the Great Plains. Um, over 200 years later, distant relative Griffreys, from the Superferry Animals, he retraces his great relative's um, route through the continent by means of investigative concert tour. So, um, he's written, he's, he's, sorry, the quote says, a unique project that blurs the boundaries of music, literature and film, and investigates what really happened in the heart of the New World. So, the story was John Evans left uh, had a rumour there was a Native American tribe who spoke Welsh and um, he right. goes to go find them and then he disappears so Griff goes to go find what happened to him so he travelled across oh, but, America
0: yeah, well, that sounds so fucking interesting Actually, I can't believe I've not you' to this
1: really good it's really really good So he travels across America to find this lost tribe of Native Americans who speak Welsh Uh, It's really funny, he meets Native Americans who who show their way of life, they discuss the hardship they've been through, like brutal hardship, Mm. then they also discuss the the modern day hardship of keeping their culture alive, and they mention that keeping their language alive is a really good way of preserving their culture, Um, and he meets one tribe that has just one man left who can speak the language fluently. Um, so the tribes still exist, but only he can speak it, like uh, but, yeah. as his first language. And then they they reference parallels to how Wales and these Native Americans struggled massively in the last century to carve mm. out their own identity. But in the last few decades, there's been like a real good uh, legislation that protects it and stuff that helped like make sure these kind of uh, what they call these cultures that are a bit smaller, uh, like. Uh,
0: are they the minority yes, languages, yes, or something, yeah, or yeah,
1: like minority yeah. languages. They make sure that they 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 have more of a chance to flourish. Mm. But what's also really brilliant about this documentary is he releases an album to accompany it. Um, so the film's also told across an album, and whilst he's going across the states, finding he'll do tours along the way. So he has like famous musicians join him so that they're because um, he's really big in America, and he's like he, he's I I think his music's brilliant. It's weird. It can be quite. Uh, um, What's happened with when it's kind of you're pushing boundaries,
0: experimental? Noise. Yes, yeah.
1: So his music can be quite experimental. So it's not always like to everyone's cup of tea. But he's got some really melodic songs. He's like you'll find something that you like. But the yeah. the album is called In American Interior. The, the documentary is called American Interior. And I think it's on uh, S Four C's website. Click, you know their online services. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure. And he's also done another one called. Uh, Desperado Or Desperado Or Yeah Separado He did another documentary Called Separado About someone who He's trying to find this famous uh, Guy in Patagonia Like uh, I think another relative of his Or someone famous Who moved to Patagonia To become Who who lives in Patagonia And is like a Spanish Welsh singer And there's a really funny little Narrative of him Travelling to find them
0: So if you like Welsh history Griffiths has some great films also just for listeners who don't know patagonia is the only other place in the world that speaks welsh yes yeah and we will cover that soon so that Mm. was a quick one Um, for me what what was that one called again mate i'm gonna gonna put that down my little
1: two watch list this one's called american interior
0: american interior and uh, yeah, we'll put some of the songs from there. I totally you with that. That's wild, well my It's
1: really good, yeah. And it's, it's, the, what's, what's great is they have amazing animation in it, and they, they kind of uh, envision what this ancient tribe in uh, America, uh, where they are, because they're trying to figure out where in America they'd be. They have, like, a map. They they, they they dot out where they think it could be, so he follows that map trying to find them, and he'll meet a different American tribe as it goes along. Um, it's brilliant. Mm. It's really good. Um it's That's a bit of a left-field trip, but I think, yeah, I think you'll like it. American interior. Oi, oi, it's Frank's here. Bet you weren't expecting that. Me to pop up out of nowhere. Well, I mean, you, you might have been expecting that. It is my podcast, so <laughs> you're probably often expecting to hear my voice. But this is say it's the end of part one for Wales on Film, and we're going to go on to part two next week with some more recommendations and some things we'd advise to stay well away from. Um, There'll probably be less pube chat next week, because it was, it was quite pube-heavy for a while. He, Jack talked, even on for ages, didn't he? <laughs> he? even edited loads of it out. But I was like, Jesus, you're pube-obsessed, man. Um, also, I'm going to finish this with American Interior, the song by Griff Reese, which I mentioned in the pod. So, And we'll also hopefully put some links to the things we talked about in the podcast notes. Um, thanks for listening, and love you, bye. Oh, bye.